Hello, everybody. Thank you again for joining me for another podcast episode. If you just came from the last one, which I titled Feeling Sad for No Reason. Uh, If you're wondering if I'm feeling better, and it's literally the next day, so it's not even that much of a time gap, I am feeling better. And I think just posting that podcast episode and venting about my feelings, just letting it out, it's made me feel a lot lighter. And it's kind of like the faster I accept it, the easier it will be to get through it. So I'm in a better place now. (laughs) Today is going to be a whole new topic. um, And it's something I've thought about also for a while more in these past few months than I have ever before. It's one of those situations where you never realize how your environment affects you until you get older and you're like, oh, I've stayed in the same city my whole life, which I'm sure a lot of you guys can't relate to because I'm sure you've had to move once or twice, maybe for school or for work, or you just want like a change in environment. Um, But in my certain case, I'm 21 years old as you know, and I moved once in my entire life, and that was when I was still in kindergarten. So I was literally only like, I think four years old, not even SK, I was in JK. I don't know if that's just a Canadian thing, but if you guys don't know, like JK is junior kindergarten, SK is senior kindergarten, so you take kindergarten for two years and then you're in first grade. But I was very, very young, and I moved from this city to next city, obviously I'm not gonna say it for safety reasons, And that was the only time I ever moved. And I've been in the same house um, that I have been my entire life, ever since I was five years old. I still have early memories and very early recollections of my old house and my old city, but not a lot. A lot of my core memories were in the city I'm living in now, um, in the schools that I grew up in, in this very house that I grew up in, my childhood bedroom is still my bedroom today and it's changed so much over the years with redecorating and refurnishing um but for the longest time i have never like felt weird about being in the same hometown if anything i i loved it it made me feel safe and secure and there's something so nice about not being afraid to move because I know I grew up with some people in my class who they talked about how their parents always had new jobs and they always had to relocate um there was a kid in my my high school English class and he said this was like his fourth high school he was in in the last two years which I thought was like whoa that's crazy because I would always watch it on tv and see like the new kids and stuff and I I always took that for granted the fact that I went to the same school from kindergarten to grade eight, right? My elementary school grew up there and I went to school with the same people all those years. And then in high school, I was with the same people again because we all, you know, went to the same school. We all transferred to the same high school. And I never had to worry about when is the next time I'm going to have to move to a new city and make new friends. I've never had to worry about moving to a new place where I don't know anybody. I've never had to worry about being the new kid in school. I grew up in a very stable environment. Like I knew I was going to go to this school every day. I didn't have to worry about like anything changing externally. And I'm very grateful for that. I think if I'm analyzing this from like a therapist lens, I think because I grew up in a stable environment, um, I've become a very like stable person nowadays. Like I'm not impulsive or anything like that. Just making a psychological connection there. But, um, yeah, so I, same school literally from kindergarten to 
like grade 12, 12 or not same school like I, I've been with the same people from the, like literally oh my gosh let me do the math 8, 8 9 10 11 12 12 13 years with the same people right in the same city and even when I was starting to look at colleges and universities I kid you not guys I had zero desire to pack up my bags and move across the country or across the world like some of my my other peers did um there was one girl who she was like bold bold like most of us stayed in our general area if like the farthest being like maybe two hours away but there was this one girl who she moved all the way to switzerland to continue her education which is like damn go you i, I could never personally and that's shown because i i picked my school specifically like this was my number one school strictly because it was in my city, so I would only have to commute like 10 minutes. My second choice, so my backup school, was one that was only like 20 minutes away. Again, <laughs> just so I could continue living at home. Because the idea of not being in my hometown anymore, not being able to quickly access going home and seeing my family when I needed to, like freaked me out. And also, I never had the desire to move out. I, w I was very, very comfortable living with my family, and I, I loved it. I still do. I never had the desire to get my own dorm, to live on residence or something like that. I never wanted to move out, basically. And I think because of it, because I've stayed here my entire life, I I tell this a lot to my friends, and some people think I'm crazy, but it's like, I can't, I literally cannot picture myself living anywhere but here. Like, I see myself living here till I die. Like, it's so weird. I can't fathom living in a house that isn't this one living in a city that I've that's completely foreign to me and not having my parents and my brother right next to me because that's literally all I've ever known and I'm sure I'm sure it has its pros and cons um I remember I, I had a conversation with my friend one time and she was like Jenny, like, don't you want to experience independence? Like, don't you want to try doing something else? Don't you want to be on your own for a little bit? And there was a little of, like, an accusatory tone to it. Like, like what kind of what's wrong with you? Like, you're kind of weird for wanting to stay in your hometown. Like, it's a little bit weird. Like, don't you have at least a little bit of a crave to go out there? And I genuinely was like, no, I, I really don't. I'm, I like it here. I'm comfortable here. Um... But I thought it was just maybe like a phase I was in. I was so sure that if I had let time pass and maybe a couple months or a couple years would go by and my perspective and my viewpoint would like naturally change by itself. Um, and it, it would fluctuate over the years, like over the past four years. There were some times where I like wanted to experience um, moving out and living in a student house just like to know what it's like to have roommates, to not be with my family. But then those, those like, little inklings of desire, they never lasted long. It would come and go, come for a little bit, and then go for a long time, and it hasn't come back since. I think it's been, like, months and months since I actually had that thought. And now as a 21-year-old, still, the idea of ever leaving is, like, it brings me a lot of anxiety. And if you listen to my other podcasts, I did talk a little bit about how I have, like, travel anxiety. Um, And I'm not talking about, like, well, okay, I do get this too, where, like, the idea of going on a plane freaks me out. But, I mean, even if it's, like, a road trip to, like, an hour away, that freaks me out. And I don't... I, I mean, I know why, 
but it's just so weird to me because I never got that before like as a kid I could hop on a plane easily I didn't have any sort of like anxiousness attached with that and now it's like even just like leaving my house to go to the mall 15 minutes away it it gives me like the nervous nellies and I don't I don't know why but um like in the media and stuff and in some of the books I'm reading too staying in your hometown for a majority of your life is always portrayed as a negative thing it's like oh you live in the same hometown like and then this character will feel stuck it's like they're living life on a loop they're like waiting for their life to begin because their hometown is associated with like this place that's holding them back it's keeping them back from living their dreams and then eventually they go off into a huge industry baby city like nyc or LA or something like that California to live out their dreams and to make it big but if you stay in your hometown it's like you guys can't do that and I get where it's coming from but I wanted to kind of come here and analyze like is it really such a bad thing to leave your hometown you know because for me personally the idea of packing up my bags and moving across the country solo and living by myself or even not by myself just just being somewhere away from here is actually my worst nightmare like the idea of just packing up my bags and moving to a new city where i don't know anyone i don't know where anything is it's like why this is just my opinion by the way but why would i want to do that like i cannot think of a single reason why i would and so i sat down and i made um a pro and cons list i made like perks to staying in your hometown and then cons and let me tell you i only thought of like one single con this might be biased or whatever but there's just so many more perks that i can think of into living in my hometown right so let me start with number one you see your family and hometown friends a lot right if i wasn't in my hometown i i've never experienced being away from my family except for like in grade eight for like two days or something when we were going on our end of the year trip we i like me and my class stayed in a in a hotel and stuff but i would still like call and stuff you know did i miss them no but that's because it was two days like it's very different if you're living somewhere else you know for a long term um but yeah like and i get this way me living in my hometown and most of my friends are around the general area so when they come home for christmas break thanksgiving break reading week i get to see them which is really nice and you know making friends especially in your 20s when you're not in school anymore it's so so hard so like being in a whole new city and having all that responsibility kind of on you that i feel like that would make me even lonelier perk number two staying in your hometown is i feel a huge connection to my childhood too and that's because i'm like five minutes or maybe five to ten minutes depending on how fast i walk um, but by foot to my elementary school so literally every time i go in my car and i go out on a coffee run or i'm running errands i always always pass by both my elementary school and occasionally my high school like i just pass by it and i'm hit with like bittersweet nostalgic sentimental memories i'm constantly interacting with places that i used to go to as a kid like for instance last month i went to a concert and it was located in this concert venue like a pretty small low-key one but that same place was where i would go to as a kid all the time for class field trips and we would go there to watch like plays and stuff like that and i remember like i would sit in the chair and be like whoa i sat here when i was in fourth grade and now i'm 21 i can't fathom that time jump it's so crazy to me 
Um, and sometimes, like, occasionally I'll walk, like, just take a walk, and then I'll go to my school, obviously when nobody's there, and just walk around the field and think about how I used to play here, making snow angels, building snow forts with my friends during recess. Um, there's, like, a, a recreation center, too, and my class would go there to ice skate and to go swimming. I used to take swimming lessons there as a kid, and, like, I would come here to the library with my parents as a kid, you know? It's, so it's, like, constantly revisiting those places, um, it brings out the child in me again. Number three, this goes back to me feeling comfortable and secure in my hometown, but, you know, because I'm, I was here so often, I know where everything is. I, I like where I live because it's conveniently located to, like, the grocery store and, and the Starbucks and the mall. Like, everything's pretty close to one another. And I like knowing that if I need something, I need to go out and run last-minute errands. I know exactly where to go. That also has to do with the fact that I'm terrible with directions. So if, if I was like suddenly relocated to a foreign place, I would like freak out because I, I, I suck with like GPS and, and maps and stuff. So it's nice to drive somewhere where you just know where to go by instinct, you know? Number four, um, because I've been here for nearly 20 years, I feel like I've lived everything that there is to offer here. My city has a lot of cool things to do, and over the years, I've done most of them. You know, like those little tourist guide pamphlets that most cities have, where it's like, things to do if you're in the area. Um, go to this place, do this, go apple picking on this farm, go kayaking on this river. Like, I've done most of them, and it, it makes me feel so good, because it's like, I've lived everything there is to do here, you know? Like, I've, I've fulfilled everything I, I possibly could. And now I'm just chilling. Um, <laughs> of course, I could easily rebut this point and say, well, there's so much to do out there in the rest of the world too. And that's true. But sometimes you don't have to look too far to find something cool to do, you know? And my last one is, I've said this before, feeling safe and comfortable. I just, I like it. I like it. The only con I could think of was the independence thing. As my friend was saying, you know, earlier, I do think at a certain point to be able to live independently and to know how to do finances, how to cook for yourself, clean for yourself. Like, yes, that is a, a life skill. That's a necessity that everybody should be um, somewhat adequate in. However, the pro list is just way too long for me in this instance to give it to the cons, you know? Now, after just hearing all of my life experience, I'm sure some there's some of you guys who are probably wondering, have I ever traveled? You know, because I've never left my hometown. So you guys are probably like, well, have you ever even been out of the country? Answer to that is yes. When I was in fourth grade, I went on a vacation for like about a month and with my family to Vietnam and Cambodia to visit my dad's side of the family. And it was my first time like ever going on a plane, leaving the country. And I'll admit, um, it was a very cool experience, um, which is weird because, like, even though I had a good time, I still don't have a desire to travel. And maybe it's because I've only ever been on that one vacation, like, I, literally since fourth grade, since I was, um, how old was I? 10, 11, haven't been on a vacation since then, unless you count the end of grade eight trip. So I guess, okay, yeah, but st that's still a long time, like about 10 years. I... There's like a part of me who envies those people who go on like a vacation frequently, like once a year kind of thing, and they get to see a bunch of cool places, travel the world or whatever. But it's it's like I'll, I'll hear it and I'll be jealous, 
but it's like I know that I don't want to do it you know it's it's a weird back and forth but something that I remember about my vacation to Vietnam and Cambodia is that when I came back home it was like whoa like this house did not feel like home like it felt very foreign I can't believe it you know like they say like traveling and stuff changes you and I guess it does because you see a different side of the world and you kind of remember that there's more to life than just this tiny bubble of your house and your hometown everything that you're used to especially if you're traveling to a country that's um, definitely less fortunate because i live in canada which is definitely i would say a much more privileged country um and richer country than vietnam for sure like i remember over there i would see poverty every single corner we went to and it was it was really depressing um grab your tissues because this one's kind of sad but when i was in cambodia we were in this like van in this like little touristy van that was driving us and there was like this this kid maybe like 11 or 12 year old boy he was very very malnourished and he was just like banging he was like banging on on our van and he was like begging for food like he he didn't say anything his lips were moving i couldn't hear him but his his hands were out in a prayer and he was just like begging us and begging us and he had like um a little satchel across his shoulder and he was like holding out things like in in those countries people will literally pick off pick up trash off the streets like empty water bottles and stuff and, and try to sell it because that's how poor they are and they, they can't it's like the only way they can make a source of income so so this kid and it's very common there to see kids doing the begging uh, because a lot of times they'll go out and act on behalf of their parents and he was just begging and begging for food and we didn't stop and i just felt like so guilty and like weird because it's like literally straight from that experience right after we went my family went to go to eat at like this five-star restaurant and we had like more than enough food on the table and i, I was like so full but then i was thinking like um there's a me who is like a kid in a rich country and we're just here on vacation and we got this full meal we got to sleep in a nice hotel with a nice bed and i have this whole family and then and then there's you who lives here not for vacation you live here you know because you live here and it, it makes you wonder like wow two very different lives how did i come to be so like lucky in this sense so i can definitely see um, how traveling like would be good for people, you know, inherently good for people to remember that we are so lucky if you have a roof over your head and food on your table and stuff. Because there's so many people who don't have that. And so when you when you go, you travel to an environment like that and then you come back to your home, it's kind of like, well, how can I go back home and live here and pretend like all that poverty and, and homelessness and depressing stuff doesn't exist outside, you know? Because it's like the part of me is like okay maybe i am sheltered in a naive way because i'm in my hometown and i only ever see this all the time and there's just so much about more out there in the world to to discover and stuff so i guess i did find another con to leaving your hometown is just experiencing more that there is to offer in life meeting new people i always thought of meeting new people as like a like a bad thing like something that does not excite me whatsoever it makes me nervous but i guess you could put it on both sides both pros and cons this is just my specifically tailored list anyways um but yeah as i was saying i would always uh hear other people's stories of traveling you know you know those like occasional teachers you have who are so cool because they're like yeah i used to live in japan and i lived in korea for two days and i lived in south africa for two years and hong kong for another five years or something and i went to england blah 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 um and i would hear those and i would think like it's so cool and there, there was like a small fraction 
of my life where I wanted to be able to live in a different country, but only for the sake of saying it, you know, just to have bragging rights, to be able to come back to Canada and say, yeah, I, I lived in Japan for a year. Isn't that cool? I didn't actually want to do it because I'm able to like see the practicality side of things very easily. Like I can close my eyes right now and envision, okay, if, well, if I was in Japan, theoretically that sounds so cool, but I know that like I would be anxious because I don't know the language. I don't know how to communicate with anyone. I wouldn't know blah, 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 right? Like I just, sometimes I overthink in that aspect. But I would wonder like, is there something wrong with me? Like why is everybody else? I feel like a common desire for people on their wish list is to travel the world to, to go out there and see everything life has to offer and I just don't have that like I'm such a homebody I don't like to leave I mean I prefer not to leave my house again it fades in and out I go through periods where there's like there are days where I do want to go out every day and then but now where I am now I there's I just don't want to leave my house it's like is something wrong with me you know does that make me boring I mean whatever um and it did get me to a point where I was thinking, sorry, coffee break. Okay. It got me thinking, like, imagining my life 10 down, 10 years down the road, am I still going to feel this way? When I'm 31, am I still going to want to just stay here? And will I regret it if I do? I don't like to think of life as regrets. I don't regret anything that I have done or have not done, truly. But it is a valid fear of mine to regret in the future, you know, like, oh, will I have wished that in my 20s I did something differently. With the situation of moving cities and traveling and stuff, um, I think it's, it's something that you can do at any stage of life you're in. It's not strictly unique to your 20s. However, there is this like cultural expectation that in your 20s, this is like your time to thrive. This is your time to focus strictly on you before you get married, settle down and have kids, right? Because once that happens, you got to focus on them. But in your 20s, it's like, no, this is your time to go party, be wild, backpack through Europe, do whatever you want because you have no responsibilities and no one to take care of but yourself, right? There is this like pressure to do something cool in your 20s. Um, and so there's a part of me who was like, oh, am I going to regret not doing that? Because, I mean, I'm only 21, so I, I literally just started entering my 20s. I have so much time to go. But I'm just wondering, like, is that something that I'm going to eventually regret? You know what I mean? Um, and also a huge portion of why I've never wanted to leave my hometown is because I'm like, well, all my friends are here, you know? Um, and this is kind of sad, but it's like they're not going to be here forever because I know that a lot of my friends eventually they're gonna move on to greater things you know um as they should right they have their own career goals like my friend Maida she, if you listen to this shout out Maida she wants to go to LA she's gonna move to LA to try to make it um in Hollywood as a movie director and I can 100% see her doing that and succeeding um but then it's like okay well when all my friends are gone will I want to move then because it's like, okay, well, now there's nothing here for me. Like, I have my family, but I could always move with my family to a new city, you know? Like, the only thing, is the only thing keeping me here the fact that all my friends are here? Because that's kind of sad because it's like, okay, well, eventually when my friends leave and they go somewhere else because they want to see the world and they want to travel and stuff, then what's the point of me being here? Like, will I eventually want to move then? Will my desire shift? That's possible. 
and I, I guess we'll never know. And you know what? Maybe 10 years down the road, who knows? Maybe things will change and my friends will be the homebodies and I'll be the one who's like, let's go out, let's travel the world. Because I do find myself changing a lot. Like, even the fact that I'm sitting here talking about this, um, 14-year-old me would sound would be so surprised that I'm such a homebody because I remember being 14 and looking at people traveling the world and watching those vlogs and so badly wishing I could transport myself there and now it's it's turned into a sharp 180 so life is just crazy like that you never you never know what will change um okay sorry another coffee break oh my god that's so good this is so off topic but I've turned into a warm coffee lover i used to only ever drink iced coffee like i mean i like warm drinks but it's, i just prefer iced and i don't know what it is maybe it's because i'm watching gilmore girls and like warm coffee and those takeout cups is such a staple lorelei gilmore thing that i'm trying to embody her character but I, i'm just i just suddenly turned into a warm coffee drinker so so good anyways next topic is man i love coffee um Speaking of, like, having a fresh start and stuff, you know, I feel like in your 20s, a lot of people do have this desire to move, to get a fresh start, and I see this so much with, like, influencers, you know, like, um, that TikToker, Lexi Hidalgo, love her, um, she, like, would move to Hawaii, she would, I think she lives in her van now when she's, like, traveling across US or whatever, like, my fam, she, YouTuber, if you don't know her, she lives in New York City, expensive by the way but yeah she lives in the big apple all by herself and i just see these all these youtubers move into la or whatever because they want a fresh start that's those are like the two words thrown around so much in influencer and la culture they want a fresh start and my question is does a change of external environment really help with a fresh start i can see both sides of this on the one hand like it makes sense, you know, how can you expect to have a fresh start if you're in the same place, constantly seeing the same people? Um, my specific city I live in, it's it's not like a small town or anything, you know, it's, it's no like Stars Hollow where everybody knows everybody, but I can see if you lived in a town like that, a very small populated town, um, it can feel very like suffocating because you, you just want to move to a place where nobody knows who you are and it's like, okay, yeah, without people constantly bringing up your past and whatever. But on the other hand, looking at this from like a, a therapist type lens, you can have everything around you physically be different and you could still feel like you're in a rut. And so it depends on why you want a fresh start, what kind of things you're looking to change. But I think it goes half and half. Half of having a fresh start is maybe, you know, living in a new house, making new friends, whatever. Uh, maybe a little bit of distance from your hometown but then a, a big portion of it too is like your mindset and like maybe your values have shifted maybe what you want in life your career goals your ambitions has changed if you used to be like a huge money driven person maybe now you're like I don't I don't want that anymore it doesn't make me happy anymore what I'm really chasing instead is like inner peace and spirituality I don't know true happiness or something like that and then it's an interesting question to ponder and again um looking at this from and applying it to my own specific life um because i've never left my hometown there was never really a point where i thought to myself i want a fresh start 
not legitimately. I mean, there are times when I look at uh, my university campus and I think, okay, this is actually really nice that I don't know anyone and nobody knows who I am because growing up, I was like always super shy and quiet. And so I grew up with those expectations and I felt like I had to act a certain way, which was being shy and quiet, like never speaking up for myself or anything all throughout middle school because that's what people thought of me and that was just my identity for like the longest time and then when I got to campus it was like okay yeah this is a fresh start in a way I could reinvent myself change up my identity like nobody would know from the outside looking in that I used to be this shy kid I can change that and for sure I am in classes now where I speak up a lot like way more than I would have in middle school and and in high school and I put my hand up a lot I I speak you know, I talk, I make, I talk to everyone. And I'm sure there are people in that class who look at me and it's like, there's no way you were ever an introverted shy, shy kid. Um, au contraire, <laughs> because that is in fact what happened. Going back to my earlier conversation about what moving out of your hometown kind of signifies in today's society, you know, times are changing. This generation is a lot different than what our parents grew up in but there is this little part that holds true where it's like moving out is kind of like a rite of passage right like when you're in your hometown and you go to high school and stuff it's kind of like oh okay my life will truly begin once I get the opportunity to move out and so you go to college and maybe you're living on your own for the first time <laughs> I'm saying this as if I've done it but I don't but I know so many people who have and I'm pretty sure this is somewhat of a universal experience but you move out and it's great at first it's so cool because everything is fresh and exciting and you're like yeah i made it i'm adulting and then eventually that novelty wears off and you're hit with this like loneliness you know because no matter where you are you eventually get into a day in and day out routine whether you're at your home or whether you're in a new city it eventually becomes your new normal. And so that is your new routine and it can get boring after a while, right? It's like the honeymoon phase that we use to describe relationships. It's also what you experience when you move out. And eventually that honeymoon phase will turn into something less exciting, right? Something that I also want to bring up is the fact that in your 20s, you know, what's so great about it, about not being quote-unquote held down anymore by your parents and having this so-called unlimited freedom is the fact that we have unlimited freedom right like you can do whatever you want because you're an adult now you have all these opportunities at your hand you could go out see the world explore and if you're not taking advantage of that then you're kind of getting the sense of FOMO you're kind of looked at like you're missing out on something right it's like when you're in your 20s you should be exploring you should be trying everything you need but what's What a lot of people forget is that constantly chasing this exploration in life, I don't think that's necessarily the healthiest thing because you need a sense of stability and commitment alongside this adventure and this exploration. I mean, I get that a lot of us are chasing, you know, something to get out of this rut, this like, I do the same thing every day kind of thing, right? Like newness it's connected with hormones and stuff like it gives you a sense of dopamine dopamine when you when you do something new and it gets you out of your routine and maybe moving out can bring you that um however eventually like i said earlier whatever new place you're in that's gonna be like your new normal and so 70s 1970s 1980s it was like once you move out you're out 
you're not expected to move back. Um, and I'm just generalizing because I'm sure there's a lot of cultures and backgrounds and, you know, religious, whatever factors that go into it. But I'm just generalizing in Western culture. It's like when you move out, you're not expected to return back home. And now, uh, once the Y2K era started and we found out that everybody's going to college now, we're all getting university degrees, which makes a degree less valuable. And because of that, so many of us struggle to find jobs post-graduation. There's that huge um, kind of like period of being in a rut that I see so much on social media where it's like, okay, you graduated, but now what? You can't find a job. And so, so many postgraduates are moving back to their hometown and they're living with their parents again. It's it's called like the boomerang generation because they go out and then oop, boomerang, they come back in. And this is something that would not have been acceptable 30, 40 years ago because it's seen as a sign of failure. Like, oh, if you weren't able to get a job, right after you finish school, well then what are you doing in life? You're living in your parents' basement, you're, you're a loser, whatever. But now it's become so normal because this is just the reality of the, the economic and cultural state we're in now. Like, it's so unrealistic to just assume you're gonna get snapped into a full-time job right away. In fact, if we're talking statistics here, a lot of people actually won't even get a job related to what they majored in because job markets are just so stale right now. And I want to emphasize that like if you're in this kind of situation there's nothing wrong with living at home you know what i mean like why is that such a especially if you're in your 20s late 20s or whatever it's like living with your parents automatically is equated with a sense of like failure in society and like oh you're mooching off them you're whatever whatever but i'm asian and in asian culture for a lot of us, like I grew up with my grandparents or my grandmother, not my grandfather because he passed away, but my grandmother lived with me for my entire life. Like it's expected that your parents continue living with you wherever you go. It's it's a, it's just a cultural thing, you know, like intergeneral, intergenerational families under the same household. It offers so many like practicality reasons. So like when my parents uh, we're both working when me and my brother were still kids and stuff and we had to be looked after my grandmother would step in and that saved a lot of money for you know so they didn't have to spend money on daycare or babysitters and it allowed my parents to return to work full-time um you know so it's like it's there's not it's not just so black and white it's not like you're in your 20s now you have to go out there and explore live on your own do this and this and this and I there was a point where I thought I had to do that and it's like oh my life is boring my life is lame because I'm not gonna have any cool stories to tell like I'm not gonna be able to say to my grandchildren oh yeah when I was in my 20s and I was in college I was backpacking throughout Europe and I was um going on <laughs> I was studying abroad in England and stuff I mean if you're doing that that's great but I wouldn't get to say that and it's not a bad thing like so what if I've lived in my hometown my whole life there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that and there's nothing wrong with it if I don't want to leave my hometown you know I was trying to find more like statistical evidence on people who do stay in their hometown and it's not really giving me good answers that I want to say I don't even know if this is like factual if this is made up but there was a lot of them saying stuff like and this is just a generalization but like people who stayed in their hometown tend to be less hopeful, tend to have less chances of getting a job, have less chances of getting an education degree, stuff like that. You know, obviously there's going to be outliers in that. I don't even know if that's true, but moral of the story, (laughs) 
do I even have one? This was just a way for me to like justify myself and staying in my hometown, but also kind of like ponder what would happen if it was differently. But overall message, do whatever you want. Don't do something because someone else, because society is telling you you have to do it. If you want to stay in your hometown, do it. If you want to book it to LA and try to become an actress, do it. But don't do something just because you think that's what you should be. Comparison is a thief of joy and everybody is on their own timeline. All right, don't forget that. Okay, I am going to go finish my coffee and I will see you guys in the next podcast episode. Once again, thank you for listening and please leave a review or share this with other people if you think they'll enjoy listening to this too. All right, see you guys later. Talk to you. Bye.